It's time now for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and her guest, Dr. Carol Peters. They're talking today about living in the fields of fear and tears. We are in studio today here on today's Christian Talk, The Bridge in Austin, Texas, and I am Evelyn Davison, and I want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, we are... Uh, we are a bridge, really, in the Central Texas Task Force for building bridges of love and uh, leadership and understanding. And our theme today is, what do you do when you feel like God's phone system's not working? You ever thought about that? He says, call me and I'll answer you. That's his phone number is Jeremiah 33.3. But have you ever thought about what it would be like if his phone number was not hooked up? Well, we're going to talk today about living in the fields of fears and tears with one of my very favorite doctors, because communication is the love power that keeps relationships going, and it's between God and his people, and his communication to us is a great model for how we should communicate with him and others with love. And Dr. Carol Peters, thankfully, is a friend well-known as a proponent of the whole person health and lifestyle, and she holds an MD from Loma Linda University, a doctorate of ministries from Laura Roberts, and she's an OBYGN doctor here in the beautiful city of Austin. And uh, she's also a granny. But she hosts the Dr. Carol. She hosts the Dr. Carol Show on TV, and is the author of three books: uh, Women's Health, Live Healthy, Live Whole, and the new one, Overcoming Fear and Anxiety. Thank you, Dr. Carol. We are so thrilled to have you with us today. Well, thank you for this opportunity, Evelyn. It's great to be with you. And I just have to give a a shout out right now to Dr. Boyd. When we're done with this program today, I'm actually heading down to cover at a hospital. And uh, God willing, there'll be some babies born. I love to say every new life is God's opinion that the world should go on. Oh, I love that. Every life is God's opinion that the world should go on. That's right. You know, uh, we see all the troubles happening around us. And we'll talk a bit about that today. All the stuff. That makes us afraid and anxious. And we have good reason to be afraid and anxious. Mm -hmm. But you see a new baby. A new life comes into the world. And, you know, we can't create life. Every new, It's a miracle from God every time. And it's like God saying, okay, I'm still here. The world should go on. You know, that is an exciting concept because we are living in a day today that we live in fields and fields and fields of tears and fears uh, in every aspect of life. You know, if we look at just our the continent, it, you know, on one side of America, we've got an enemy. Yes. On the other side, we've got an enemy. How serious, Dr. Carroll, do you see that to be today in the life of an ordinary person? I think it's very serious. I think we are seeing more uh, risks, more tragedy, more dangers than uh, than, than we've known in the past, and it's it's subtle, it's hidden. Mm-hmm. It, you know, you log on to your computer, and there are people, hackers, literally, that are devoting their life to disrupting yours, mm-hmm. your identity, your money. We have certain segments of um, people around the world that literally are giving their life. To kill you and I. 
Mm-hmm. It is a life and death struggle there. And there are all the what we might think of as softer things that are happening, um, family disruption. Mm-hmm. There are now less adults that are married than are single. Marriages are in trouble. The number of children that are born without two parents or their parents' marriage falls apart and live with with one or other. Family breakdown. The economy. There are some people that are doing well and there's always opportunities. There are many others who aren't. And the struggles there. Our country has been through troubles in the past, but I don't know that there's ever been a time when there has been more political strife and division with violent hatred Mm -hmm. on both sides for those on the other. We've got good reason to be afraid and anxious if we look at what's happening around us. That is so true, and there's no way really that you can that you can can touch uh, cut that waterfall off it's just it just comes from every direction in a you know in a home today but you you've lost your you have launched your new book and I want to talk about it. I want to find out how that's going it's called overcoming overcoming not just living with fear and anxiety but overcoming fear and anxiety through spiritual warfare we talked about all the things around us that we can be afraid and anxious about. But imagine for a moment what's going on behind the scenes in the spiritual realm. Uh, you know, some people poo-poo that. Some people can get too anxious and afraid about it. But there are, there are very active battles going on right now that you and I cannot see. We see the natural world. Mm-hmm. But behind all of that and the instigator of all of that, the instigator of the conflict and apathy in your marriage, the instigator of the political divide in our nation, the instigator of the breakdown in, um, in social structures in the family, the, it, things like abortion and sexual uh, deviance and problems and pornography and um, the instigator in terrorism is much greater than just mm-hmm. human beings coming up with something that in in their own brain. There is an enemy who has devoted all his existence mm-hmm. to coming against God, the one who loves you and I. And when we stand on his side, we get the crossfire. Right. He hates mm-hmm. our Father with a virulence that you and I, I don't think, can begin to comprehend. And when we take our stand on God's side, Mm -hmm. we get the crossfire from that warfare. But here's the thing. You and I don't have to live with fear about that. When Jesus was here on earth, he was attacked by Satan with a... uh, directness and his Satan's whole person was directed at Jesus when he was here. But can you imagine Jesus spending one moment in fear over mm-hmm. what the devil might be up to? There was not a hint of anxiety Absolutely. in the way he addressed the people around him or Satan, whether that came through demonic demonstrations in other human beings or when he met the devil face to face. He felt our human emotions 
but never once did he act out of fear and anxiety. And if Jesus did it as a human, as a man, you and I can do that, too. Oh, thank you, Dr. Carroll. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Because we get so fearful all of that. We don't even want to acknowledge that that is going on in our world. And I always call Satan the enemy of Easter. He is. Because the Easter life is the resurrected life. Yes. It's that, you know, Jesus, uh, when he left the cross... The cross was empty because it was the it was the station upon which he had delivered us That's right. and had won the victory, already won that victory. And so when we when we go to the cross, we don't we don't go there with with him on that cross because he's in heaven. He is he sits at the right hand of the Father and intercedes for us. And so you know. The most important thing, I think, in life to realize is that we are not in this alone, Dr. Carroll. We are not. We are not. Some people, when they hear the phrase spiritual warfare, get all weird and ooh. Yes. And, you know, and you know, I've got to learn about all this demonology and come up with all these rituals and whatever. Forget that. That's not what we're talking about. You and I don't have to go out and fight the devil. Jesus already did that, right. and he won. Absolutely. The, bat, the war has been won. Mm -hmm. Now, there is still mopping up going on. We still live in this messed up world, and until Jesus comes back, Jesus promised his followers two things. He promised his followers trouble. In the world, you yes. will have tribulation. And he also promised them peace mm -hmm. right in the middle of it. That you, was a double feature. <laughs> a picture here of this and a picture here. I'm in this with you. You are not in this alone. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. You still are in this messed up world until the end of the age. But don't be afraid. Don't let any of this stuff worry you mm -hmm. because it's already over. You and I know the end of the story. And the end of the story is Jesus wins. You, you know, and I can win now by standing on God's side. You know, that is the thing that is so important. Is One of the things that Jesus said is, every day pick up your cross That's right. and follow me. And that cross is empty. It doesn't have anything on it. That's right. Because the shed blood of Christ has washed away that. And it is a symbol of the victory that he had when he came and the symbol of the victory that we have. Because, you know, most people who wear a cross have a little diamond in the middle of it or something. They don't have, you know, him on the cross. Right. It is empty. It is empty, Evelyn. But it is full in our life and in our hearts because of the power of his Holy Spirit. And, you know, we, we when a person, the first battle is when a person comes to believe and receive the the covering that Jesus' blood put upon the cross. And we're going to talk about today in in yes. length, in in broad spectrum, pleading the blood of Jesus. Oh over yes. Things. Oh yes. But we want to look at what that is, what that thing is before we do that. Let's take our first break and when we come back we want to talk about accepting his plan for living in times like these. Jesus has a plan. He does. And it's all paid for. Stay with us for Love Talk.
know, the world has changed, and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality, and it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition. Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard and New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Let's return now for more Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Dr. Carol Peters. Thank you to all those wonderful sponsors that makes it possible for us to be here on today's Christian Talk, 1120, broadcasting out of Austin, Texas. And in the studio, we have one of my very best friends, a wonderful lady that is a medical doctor, OBGYN surgeon, and she loves babies. <laughs> <laughs> and that is Dr. Carol uh, uh, Peters and Tanksley. I always get that a little bit confused. Uh, But Dr. Carol, we've been talking about what it is that we are so unaware of most of the time in our life and what it is that we live under when we're talking about 
anxiety and fears and and living in the fields of tears. Oh yes. It how how serious is that really? It is serious because I think there's probably not one of us that is completely immune to all of this from a medical perspective of patients that come to see a doctor, one in five of them have been found to have enough anxiety to qualify for a medical diagnosis of that, let alone all the lower levels of fear and anxiety that we all struggle with. And that is only increasing with all the troubles in our world. But we don't have to focus on the troubles. Uh, We can focus on the victory regardless of the circumstances around us. We talked briefly last time about Jesus being here and faced with all the evil uh, around him and the personal hatred uh, of the devil. And we'll talk about the victory he won on the cross in a moment. But moving a little forward in the story of the New Testament, Jesus' followers, Peter, John, and Paul, and, and, and the others, they were faced with a very serious world. Uh, maybe not identical to ours, but a very violent world. Uh, and the people in the, the cultures of the, of the then-known world hated the way, hated Christians, hated the followers of Jesus. But can you imagine Peter or John or Paul spending one minute anxious or worried about whether, where their next meal would come from or worried about what people might think of them for speaking in the name of Jesus or even worried about what the devil might be up to? They learned what it was to live in the freedom and joy that Jesus had won on the cross. But I love Peter's story because he didn't start out that way. (laughs) No way. (laughs) Peter Peter started out with a big mouth that got him into a lot of trouble and so concerned about everything going on around him, so much that his fear Mm -hmm. caused him to sin the night before Jesus was crucified. When the mob came and arrested Jesus and Peter gets all upset and goes swinging his sword, but then cowers in fear. He follows behind Jesus. And when the people in the court say, hey, you've been with Jesus, Mm -hmm. Peter reacts in so much fear that he denies Jesus. He sins out of his fear. Mm -hmm. But only a few weeks later, we see Peter walking into the temple. He and John raise the lame man who's been sitting there at the gate for years, and he goes leaping and praising God into the temple. The authorities get all upset and haul Peter and John before the temple court, and Peter and John show no hint of the fear that they were living in only weeks before Peter. It says, filled with the Holy Ghost, stands up before them and says, you have called us into question about this man who's raised. I want you to know, he said, let it be known that in the name of Jesus, This man has been made whole. We are speaking in the name of Jesus. Everybody was amazed because only a few weeks before, Peter was cowering in fear. Now, all these threats are meaningless. And what got Peter from that position of totally cowering in fear so much that he was sinning to the point of standing there fearless? Certainly spending time with Jesus. 
seeing Jesus alive. Mm-hmm. Jesus is no longer, like you said, on that cross. That cross is empty. Jesus is alive. Mm-hmm. He has won. And the presence of the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. God's power. That's right. Put in force. Amen. You and I can do the same thing. Mm-hmm. We will get to fearless the same way Peter and the other people that we read about in the New Testament did. By spending time in Jesus' presence, seeing him for who he is, not only as a man on this earth, although we do see that, but we also see him alive. You said, Evelyn, he is not on that cross anymore. He is seated at the right hand of the Father in heaven. He has all authority and all power, as Matthew 28 says. Um, We can see him there also. We can, exactly like Paul and like Peter and John. That's right. And I think one of the things that helped them come to that position of power was the fact that they watched Jesus pray. Oh, yes. The writer of Hebrews says, We now have this grace to come mm-hmm. boldly before the throne. Peter and Paul, and uh, Peter and John and the others saw Jesus mm-hmm. talking with his father, just like you and I are talking now, mm-hmm. as real, as open, as intimate as you and I are talking now. They said, you know, Jesus, teach us to pray. That entering into the yes. safety mm-hmm. of God's presence, prayer is, it, it's, you cannot overstate mm-hmm how critical prayer is in connecting with the presence and power of God. It, 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 that's, that's it. But, you know, all the prayer is not the same. And you wrote that, <laughs> Dr. Carroll. It's not the same. How is it not the same, all prayer? I think it's il- illustrated by the disciples. They had, learnt, they had been taught to pray. But when they saw Jesus, they said, teach us to pray like that. We want to pray like you pray. There are several scriptures in the New Testament that talk about effectual prayer. Not all prayer is effectual. You know, what is that? The story that I, how I learned this, I was at, I believe, the darkest time in my own life. This was a number of years ago now. And I was basically dysfunctional. I was a young professional. I would see patients and almost not be able to keep my mind on what was there. I uh, would spend hours literally physically crying, sometimes be curled up on the floor. Uh, I sought professional help, but I wasn't getting any better. I did come to know Jesus during that time, and that opened a window where God could start to, to speak to me. But things just were progressing so slowly. One of my Christian friends helped me understand what it meant to plead the blood of Jesus. That seemed so strange to me at the time, so weird, but I was desperate. And so I started doing that. I started pleading the blood of Jesus in my prayer every morning, and it made a 180-degree difference in my own life. All the dysfunction and the torment just, just kind of subsided. It was like Light instead of darkness, it made an incredible difference in my life. And I was grateful. I was thrilled. That went on for several months. 
God was teaching me things. I was growing. I was learning. And I, after a while, felt, this is great. I am so grateful that I've learned to plead the blood of Jesus and the freedom that that has brought. But I'm here now. I don't have to do that anymore. Oh. And how wrong I was. It was only a few weeks later that all my symptoms started coming back. And I started swirling back into that pit of darkness, and I became terrified again that I would become just as dysfunctional as I had before. And I was searching here and there for for what was wrong. I will never forget the morning in the shower. I was standing in the shower, and the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart. It it wasn't an audible voice, but it was as clear as if it was. And the Holy Spirit said to my heart, You are not protected. Mm -hmm. You stopped pleading the blood of Jesus. And that was like a light bulb went off and a knife in my heart all at the same time. From that day until now, I have continued to plead the blood of Jesus every day. It's part of my daily life with God. I do it out loud. I will often plead the blood of Jesus over the people close to me and the things that are most important to me. Not as a ritual. Mm -hmm. Not as something magic in those words. But I know that I know that I know that I know there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the blood of Jesus because of the victory that he won. And I choose to stand there every day. You know, the scriptures are so plain in that regard, Dr. Carroll. It is by the shed blood of Jesus Christ that we are made whole. Yes. It, yes. There is no re, there is no repair uh, in repentance if we don't know what it is that has made it possible for us to have that relationship with with uh, with our Heavenly Father through the bloodline of Jesus. There's no other way. Yeah. I, it, it's, it's impossible. I got an email just three or four days ago from a young lady who said, tell me where in Scripture this comes from. Mm-hmm. And I pointed her to Revelation Revelation 12:11 That whole chapter is so powerful mm-hmm. but this scripture in particular They conquered him overcame him the enemy yes by the blood of the, of the lamb, lamb and by the word, word of their, of their testimony, testimony and they did not love their lives in the face of death that puts the blood of the lamb and our words the word of our testimony right together as our means of connecting with the victory that Jesus won for you and me you know, that is so exciting, and I, I just, I'm just really anxious to get to that part of what we want to talk about today. But let's, let's hear from our sponsors again, Dr. Carol. When we come back, we're going to talk about, you know, what of all the prayers are the most effective did Jesus say when he looked at the whole world? Oh, yes. All that was behind and said, how, he answered the question, how has this happened? And he gave the two reasons. Stay with us for Love Talk right after this. Information you want on the world of culture, the world of entertainment, the world of finances. Information you need for your world. Today's Christian Talk 1120, The Bridge. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000 square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jennertown. 
Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. Well, we're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest-growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. More Love Talk right now with your host, Evelyn Davison. Her guest today is Dr. Carol Peters. We are in studio today with my very best friends, Dr. Carol Peters. And uh, Dr. Carol has written a new book, Overcoming Fear and Anxiety Through Spiritual Warfare. And spiritual warfare is that thing that helps us overcome the world. We we went out, we were talking about uh, the, the scripture in Revelation when when John got this view of everything that had happened before. That's right. And what God was doing at that moment. And he made, what statement did he make, Dr. Carroll? They overcame him, the enemy, Satan, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives in the face of death. The blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. You know, that references something that actually God began showing his people centuries before. Thanks for thanks for asking that, Evelyn, because it's been such an enormous difference in my own spiritual life. And when I talk with other people about it, it, it makes a difference there, too. You know, we know, like we said earlier in the program, that, that Jesus died and shed his blood for our forgiveness. Thank God he did, because without that, we would end up in hell. We would not be able to go to heaven. That forgiveness is absolutely it is life. It's the difference between life and death. It's the completeness. It completes Complete. God's love pattern for all of us. It does. But it's more than forgiveness. I, I think forgiveness is is the basis. It's the foundation. But the blood of Jesus does more than forgive our sins. One place we learn this is 
back in the Old Testament, when the children of Israel were in bondage in Egypt, they had been for hundreds of years. God calls Moses to set his set. People let my free. people go. <laughs> and of course, the, the plagues begin in Egypt, and Pharaoh and his minions just get. They dig in their heels. Their hearts are hard. They will not let the people of Israel go. And at the very end of that series of of plagues, God sends a destroying angel to kill the firstborn of every man and beast in the whole land of Egypt. The children of Israel could have been affected by that the destroying angel was no respecter of, of persons the firstborn yeah. of everyone but god provided a way mm-hmm. for their protection god told moses to have the people take a lamb to kill that lamb and take that blood and put it physically put that blood mm-hmm. on the doorposts and above the door of their home and if they would stay in that home covered by the blood of that lamb the destroying angel would pass over their firstborn would be saved they were to remember that every year in the passover celebration but it that was more than only the means by which god delivered his people from egypt at that time centuries ago it was also a foreshadowing of the lamb capital l the lamb of god that would shed his blood for our salvation. When Jesus first came to John the Baptist to be baptized, Mm -hmm. John pointed to him and said, There, that's the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. You and I are still under the crossfire. We've talked about how much trouble and turmoil there is both in our world and in the in the spiritual realm, the enemy is against us. How can we stay protected by the blood of Jesus? Just like the Israelites in the Old Testament were protected with the blood of the Lamb on their doorposts, mm-hmm. you and I are protected by the blood of Jesus. We are not protected any other way. That's it. How do we apply that blood now? In the Old Testament, they applied it physically to their door. You and I apply that with our words. Mm -hmm. That's where that scripture in Revelation comes, the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. You and I can speak that and stay under God's protection. Now, staying under the protection of the blood of Jesus does not mean that no trouble will ever come. That's right. There is still stuff that will happen, but the enemy does not have the access to your life that he otherwise would have if you stay under that protection. I think we often forget how powerful the blood of Jesus is. Remember that that old gospel song? and Evelyn, I I know you know this. I hope some of our listeners can still remember it. There's power in in the the blood. blood. Power (laughs) Power in the blood. blood. Wonder-working power in the the precious blood of the Lamb. There is power. We do well as we live through these tumultuous times when our world is is not going to last forever. We know from Scripture that our world has an end. Mm-hmm. Things will 
in the outward respects get worse before they get better. But we do not have to fear. When you hear all this turmoil, the fear and anxiety that we naturally feel is is real. One incredibly powerful strategy for dealing with that fear and anxiety is to daily, regularly stay under the protection of the blood of the Lamb of Jesus. I do that, as I said, still every day. Mm -hmm. And I say it out loud. There's something... There's something powerful about saying it out loud. It is really powerful. And, and the, one of the reasons that it is, Dr. Carroll, is that we moan and groan so much that we plant our own seeds of fear. We do. So that the enemy of Easter, Satan himself, just he doesn't even have to have a headphone to hear it. <laughs> All across America right now, we're hearing that. That's right. There's no hope. Well, Jesus is our rope of hope. And that that line of hope is through his shed blood. That's what the scriptures tell us. That's what we plead. And it, it is so not just symbolic, but it is a miraculous method for God to restore us to the point that we recognize he is all-powerful. He is eager to see us win the victory. And the, winning the victory of life is to go out there with a cheerful heart and a kindness hand and do those things that that Jesus himself did when he was here. Absolutely. That's what he has called us to do. You and I will never win against the enemy from a position mm-hmm. of fear and anxiety. Right. We win by st- by taking our stand on God's side and staying there regardless. Uh, you are talking about pleading the blood of Jesus is a powerful strategy mm-hmm. in, in this spiritual warfare. But I, I, I want to just remind us all that we are not, uh, when we talk about spiritual warfare, it's, it's not only or primarily about power or territory. God has always been stronger. He created the universe. He right. created Satan and you and me and everything else. If it was only a matter of who was stronger, this would have been over a long time ago. Right. The bottom line in this whole spiritual warfare thing is about your heart and my heart. It's about who will you and I listen to? Who will we believe? Who will we trust? Who will we follow and honor and worship and love. You and I win when we choose to take our stand on God's side and let nothing else move us. Well, you know, one of the things that, that you uh, just uh, present so beautifully in your book, Overcoming Fear and Anxiety Through Spiritual Warfare, is how is it that we can be Anxious for nothing. Let's talk about that. Uh, first thing is worry just don't change anything, does it? Have you ever made anything better by worrying about it? You know, the, those those thoughts just swirl in your mind and go round and round. And, uh, you know, it's, it's like you're in a rocking chair. There's all kinds of activity, mm-hmm. but you don't go mm-hmm. anywhere. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 6, he said, which one of you, by worrying, has been able to add, a, in some translations, a year to your life or in another, a, you know, a span to your height? 
Have you been? Have you ever been able to create anything by your worry? Worry is useless. So, just realize that, and just why waste energy on something that's honestly, truly not going to get you anywhere? Well, one of the most powerful things I have discovered in, in spiritual warfare is to be very cautious and very careful about how I speak, number one, and secondly, how I worship. Oh, yes. Because we get to the point sometimes that it's the elements and things around us where really it is the spiritual connection that gives us the power to be who it is Christ has ordained us to be and and planted us to be. In John fifteen sixteen, he says, you did not choose me. I chose, chose you. you. You are chosen. And when we get to the point we think we've been uh, dislocated or we're separated or whatever, that that is power in the satanic passage. So one of the things that I discovered a long time ago is to be very careful in my verbal praying to keep it positive, not make any negative statements. And sometimes that is hard to do. But what did, what did John say? How did they overcome when the great war, the biggest war of all came, by the word of their mouth? And so if we praise him in all things, that's why we're so excited about praising and praying across America. Oh, yes. The new book. is because there is power in praise. When you choose what to speak, we talked about pleading the blood of Jesus. That's part of using our words. There's more. Using our words to speak the good things that God has done, to speak who we are really worshiping and praising. Can you imagine the creator of the universe invites you and I to connect with him and to tell others how great he is, all the great things that he's done uh, for centuries that we know from the Bible, that we know from our own um in the in the body of Christ now, and especially the good things that he has done for you. When you can speak from your own personal experience the good things that God has done for you in the past, first of all, it encourages you, but it so much encourages others who hear you too. That's part of speaking that positive praise, life-giving words. And the thing is, it's harmony in, his, in heaven <laughs> because the Lord dwells in the praise of his people. The he does. Scripture tells us that. Oh, this is so exciting. We still have one more segment, Carol. We come back. We want to talk about what biblical steps for getting past anxiety are. You know, it is like climbing a high. It's not just driving a highway. It's climbing the steps toward the point of peace that can only come from the Lord Jesus. Right after this, thank you. You know, the world has changed, and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality, and it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder, how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition? Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. 
To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position. One last segment of Love Talk with your host, Evelyn Davison, and her guest, Dr. Carol Peters. We're on our last segment today for Love Talk, and in the studio is Dr. Carol Peters. And Dr. Carol, we've been talking about the Lamb, the Lamb of God, the Lamb that takes away the sins of the world. And it is by the shedding of the Lamb's blood that God was able to wash away all the imperfections in the people before the, really before the coming of Jesus. And when Jesus came, he became that lamb that shed his blood for us that we might have life. I don't think we remember often enough how critical to our lives, both in this world and, of course, forever, is the blood of Jesus. Yeah. You know, it's one thing to say, oh, you know, God bless you, and that's always okay. But when you really stop to realize what it cost yeah. him to give us this life, how precious and valuable and how available it is. You know, we've referenced a couple times that scripture, they overcame him, the enemy, by the blood of the uh-huh. Lamb. And the word of their testimony. testimony. Word of your mouth. And that is praise. It has to be praise. And I'll say, but let's talk a little bit in our closing to uh, Dr. Carol about what are the biblical steps for getting past anxiety? We have it. We have to admit we've got it. You know, we... This morning coming down here, I got a little anxious because the traffic was bad. You know, it just comes like a flood sometimes. It does. There's things big and small that overwhelm us with anxiety all the time. It's a very human response, but we don't have to live there. Well, the first thing we do is we thank God. We think. Think on godly things. Yes, on his plane. We, We can choose where our mind focuses. We don't have to just let it go to whatever is causing us anxiety at the moment, whether it's traffic or whether it's um, a change in my schedule that just happened this morning or, you know, whether it's your bank account. You acknowledge that truth, but then you focus your mind, you train your mind on godly things, things such as what Paul referenced in Philippians, whatever is good and honest and pure and lovely and of good report, think on Train your mind on keep thinking about those things. Well, another one is to practice gratitude. How do we do that, Dr. Farrell? By choosing to. There is always something that you can be grateful for. If you've lost your job, be thankful that you still have a measure of physical health to look for another one. Be thankful that you've learned skills or attitudes or that you, you know, other connections to perhaps create something different. Be grateful for the people in your life, family, friends, the body of Christ, that you can connect with. You can be grateful for things regardless of your circumstances if you are sick physically. Be grateful that you have, that you live in a country where there is 
medical care where you can get help that wouldn't have been available decades ago or perhaps even other places in our in our world now be grateful that you can cooperate with doctors that you know the healer Mm-hmm. That you can continue to to pray for God's healing. Doesn't matter what our circumstances are. We can look for the things that we can be grateful for, and that is a powerful way to lift your spirits. And I think one of the best is to enter into His rest. <laughs> you know, He blesses rest. He does. We don't have to keep trying and striving and and working. That rest comes physically, mentally, and spiritually. Physically. I love one of the Psalms that says he gives his beloved sleep. Physical rest in sleep is is God's blessing, and we can claim that. That rest comes mentally. We can realize that God's got this. We've talked about choosing what to think about. Instead of worrying, what you can't do anything about, you can choose to let God handle. That's part of the emotional rest. And then, of course, the spiritual rest. You and I can't be good enough on our own, so uh, why do we even try? You know, I'm ashamed of myself so many days, I have to tell you. <laughs> so we, we can just rest that Jesus is taking care of that. As long as we stay in his presence, he will do the transforming work in our lives. And But we have to do something, too. We have to cast our care upon him. What I love that picture. Peter says this. In fact, he says it right before the verse where he says, resist the devil. It's part of living in that freedom from anxiety where he says, cast your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Cast your care on him. The word picture there is so descriptive. That word cast, it's the same word in the Greek that is used to describe the way the disciples cast their garments on the donkey that Jesus rode into Jerusalem. When you feel worry or anxiety or fear, I suggest you picture that as something physical. Maybe picture that as a garment that you're wearing. Imagine it, look at it for a second, and then choose to take off that garment of anxiety, of worry, and cast it on to Jesus. You can't carry it anyway. His arms are big enough. He can handle it. You can do something even physical to symbolize that. Write out what you're worried about. Write out what you're afraid of or draw a picture. And then take that piece of paper and do something to symbolize casting your care on Jesus. Maybe tear it up or burn it if there's an altar at your church where you can. Mm -hmm. Maybe take it there and leave it there any time. You feel that wave of worry come back. Again, just take it and cast it on to Jesus. One of the periods in my life when I really learned the value of doing that was the year that I was 50 years of age. On my 50th birthday, I had a double mastectomy. Mm, oh, my. And I just thought life was over. I, You know, we lived in a big house on Cat Mountain. Everything was just lovely around us except. For one year, one wow. year, I sat at the game table behind the couches looking out over the 360 bridge and wrote out in a diary every day what I was most afraid of. Yes. And it finally, about halfway through, um, I, um, I just woke up one morning and 
there was joy. You know, it, it's an amazing thing how when hardship comes or when, you know, real battles are going on because that is a battle for life, you know, it, you, and still today, you know, I'm very cautious. Yes. Uh, but it is, it's like killing the lamb. Yes. It's like, you know, you've got to go to the, to that place where the, uh, the rest is. It's like you've got to have the covering that comes from that. And that's why that scripture in Revelation is so important. How did I overcome that? I didn't do it by myself. That's right. Every day I chose a word and I praised through that word. I wrote out all my concerns. And I've got, uh, I guess, three uh, journals as big as your book. Wow. That in a year's time. Yes. Of course, I came to know the Lord Jesus in his love and power through a creative writing teacher. And so it's always been my nature. And that's why we're so proud, really, of this new book. We have Praising and Praying Across America. And Dr. Carroll is picking up a momentum now that is just unbelievable, that people are beginning to realize not just praise and singing, but praise in doing what we're talking about. How can we be anxious for nothing? You're alluding to to something as you talk about, you know, praying and praising across America and and, and so on. That I, I want to explicitly stay and state, and that is entering into God's presence through praise and worship. You know, there's something about forgetting everything else around you. Mm-hmm. And entering into his presence that nothing else can do. It's like a child. If, if you're a parent, you know what it's like when your toddler, a year, two, two, three, gets afraid. There's a barking dog or a thunderstorm mm-hmm. or a crowd of people. They run to you and they raise their hands for you to pick them up and they yeah. grab you around the neck yeah. and hold on for dear life. We can do that by entering God's presence, by praising and worshiping. We enter his presence and we throw our arms around his neck and we hold on for dear life as if our life depends on it because it does. That is where things happen. You know, it is a change point of life when you come to the point that Jesus is all you have. That's right. I mean, he is the great physician and he is in the business of bringing joy and peace and hope and goodness and kindness into our lives. And, you know, it is a surprising thing to me that today across America there is such a war going on of fear and anxiety when the Lord tells us to come together in a way that we could honor him and praise him. And that's what we're going to do in Washington, D.C. that first week in November. We're taking a crew, and we're going to give them a copy of the new book, and we're going to go to every senator, every representative's office, and say, people all over America are praising God for you and for all those seven centers of power. I now, say, Evelyn, if, if I can just um, interrupt for a second. Yeah. If, if you're listening right now, I want to ask you to do two things. And, and you didn't ask me to do this, Evelyn. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm just stepping up and, and, and doing this. If you can... Join Evelyn's group in the first week of November. Let her know in going to Washington, D.C. If you can't, I want to ask you to do two things. First of all, mark those dates on the calendar and remember to pray. Because your prayers all across this city and across this nation to support those who can go to Washington, D.C., 
will open doors like nothing else can. And if you can support financially, I want to say this is good ground to sow your seed in. Well, they can go to our website, www.ndpnationaldailyprayer.org, and the information is on there. But the most important thing we say to you today in closing, and thank you, Dr. Peters, give us your phone number or how they can get in touch with you. Website www.drcarolministries.com, D-R-C-A-R-O-L ministries.com, or 888-537-2276. Well, thank you so much. And we would say to you today, if you, you need a copy of God's Word, give us a call on the love line. It's 512-249-6535. In the meantime, our prayer for you today is that you would come to that point that you know by the word of your mouth, that you can overcome anxiety and fear. Have a great week, and we'll love talk again next Saturday. This is Kathy Enderbrock with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression? Have rebellious kids or or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you need help with. You know, the world has changed and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality. And it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder, how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition? Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position.